So um, none of you guys knew this, I don't think, um, except my parents and uh, my co-rabbi and wife, but I fell apart before Erev Rosh Hashanah. I absolutely fell apart. I'm going to let you in. See, you come to Shabbat Shuvah, you get the inside story, you know what I mean? You get the behind the scenes. So before Erev Rosh Hashanah, the night, that it was the day of Erev Rosh Hashanah, so it was, what, what day was that? Friday? Friday? It was Friday afternoon, Friday, and I realized that I had gotten the Musaf service for Rosh Hashanah completely wrong. Now, I'm going to tell you, we had 20 hours, probably 20 hours, where we just sat and thought about that Rosh Hashanah Musaf service. And that whole 20 hours, I didn't see what was wrong, what was halakhically wrong about it. And I, I finally realized that, thank God, on Rosh Hashanah morning when I was going through my notes, that there was, there was legal issues with the service we were creating, Jewish legal issues. And so I needed to remedy it. So I spent hours in the morning on Rosh Hashanah going through the service um, and, and con completely reworking this outline that we had worked for 20 hours to create. And uh, let's just say my colleagues were not so uh, fond of this and not so uh, happy about this, as you might expect. They've been working on this. They've been preparing this. And I felt this sense of, of letting them down, that I, didn't, uh, that I didn't catch this in time. I said to myself, you know, these 20 hours, what was I doing? Was I just sitting there? How did I not catch this? How did I not see this? Um, and I finally figured it out, and I, I worked to fix it. But I really felt bad, because I, I made Cantor Josh stress out. I made Colleen stress out, uh, Rabbi Rachel. You know, that's, the, that's teamwork, right? We all stick together. We all work together. Um, and of course, they didn't hold it against me at all. But I held it against myself. I was frustrated myself. I said, where, where was my head this whole entire time? What was I doing? How, how can I let my teammates down um, and stress them out like this the day before Rosh Hashanah? And thank God, as you know, hopefully you know, um, everything turned out pretty well. Um, and everything turned out good with the service. But I fell apart um, the afternoon. And I, I got so angry and frustrated at myself. I said, what was I doing? You know, I, I haven't talked about this so much in my life, but... You know, almost all of my life I've struggled with being an organized person. I've, I've struggled with focusing. Uh, I suffer from OCD um, and uh, similar disorders like that. It, it becomes very, very hard to focus on the things that are, you need to focus on. And I, I tr I'm, I've been working on it all my life. Um, I remember when my um, uh, mother would come in and, um, you know, in elementary school and uh, I was the only kid who um, couldn't uh, remember any of their school books to bring home uh, for homework. So my mother would have to come in and check it with my teacher. And don't worry, I've come, I've come, I've improved since then. And I've grown. And over the years, I well, I've started remembering my school books, and I uh, started writing in an agenda book, as we used to call it. Um, and uh, but it, but it, I, I was never like perfect at it. And then, but I kept growing and I kept getting better. And you know, finally, in rabbinic school, my, my dean said to me, maybe you should start using Google Calendar, okay? Maybe you should start using an electronic calendar to keep track of your appointments. So, so I did, and I, I've struggled all my life. I constantly improve, constantly grow, and, and I really have improved. I, I've, I've become so much better, and, and, and to, to a point where, to most of you, it probably seems like I'm just normal, right? But that normality takes so much work every single day. And that point before Erev Rosh Hashanah, I got so upset at myself because I felt like I had nothing. I felt like everything I had worked on and everything, every way I tried to improve myself uh, was absolutely nothing. It was all crumbled. I might have been, I might, I might, I might have well been at zero. I was crushed. 
And thank God I was able to have Rosh Hashanah dinner, and my parents talked me out of it, and Rabbi Rachel sat with me and said, it's okay, um, I, you know, don't be so hard on yourself, everything like that. But there was one particular realization um, that I realized that there was like an illusion going on in my head that like all the improvement I made over the 35 years of my life was not, was nothing because of this one mistake. And a lot of times we make mistakes that we feel bad about and we do things that are wrong in our lives. The most painful part about it is that, well, we feel like we have nothing because we made this one mistake Everything else before, all the work we've put into yourself, all the ways in which we've grown is absolutely nothing because we're just back at ground zero again. And that's extraordinarily painful. It's extraordinary, extraordinarily painful. But I'm sure from my experience, maybe you don't have the exact same experience, but at least you have something like that in your life where you felt the same way. A time when you've messed up, a time when you uh, feel like you let people down and you were hard on yourself and you felt maybe like I failed. Everything is wrong. Everything is wrong. And hopefully you also corrected the illusion at some point and said, wait a second, there's also a lot of good things I do, a lot of great things I do, a lot of ways that I've grown, a lot of ways that I've made myself better over these years. And, and those things haven't evaporated or gone. <coughs> but as we enter a time of tshuva that we're in right now, a time of repentance, it's essential and important to remember that detail. But not only is it important to remember that detail, it's also important to remember that it's actually built into our, our services. It's actually built into the holiday cycle to help us to do tshuva, right? It's actually, I'm going to argue today, what this day is about, remembering the things in your life in which you actually do well, the things that you actually should have gratitude. And I'm going to argue today that based on that, you're actually able to do tshuva. You're actually able to become a better person. Because if you think you've completely failed and you're completely done and you're completely starting at ground zero, it makes making oneself better for naught, completely futile. You see, we have this amazing cycle that the rabbis built, this amazing spiritual cycle that helps each and every one of us grow as human beings. And it's called Rosh Hashanah, the 10 days of repentance, Shabbat tshuva, and Yom Kippur that these days help us immensely to grow and work on the problems in our life and help us become better people. And I want to tell you a little bit about what these days mean, and specifically so we can figure out what this day, this day of Shabbat Tshuva, means to us and should mean to us and should do for us. Because if, if Judaism doesn't help us in any way, if our religion doesn't help us improve us as human beings, and make us better people and help bring us closer to God, then honestly, what's the point, right? Too often in Judaism, we don't ask the question, why do we do this? We just do it for the sake of tradition, but we don't do enough of, what am I supposed to be gaining from this? How am I supposed to be improving as a person? Uh, what, is, what, what am I supposed to come out of after these holidays? And I want to tell you a little bit, I want to map it out for you just a little bit. On Rosh Hashanah, the day of God's coronation as king, there's a great recognition of God in our lives. We should come out of Rosh Hashanah seeing that truly God does fill the world. And that should fill us with awe. It should fill us with a little bit of shame over the things that we've done in the past. And I don't know if any of you noticed on Erev Rosh Hashanah, I was basically crying the whole entire service. And some of you might have been thinking, ah, he's crying because he told a cute story about Hadassah Shira, which 
well, that was a little bit. Um, but the real reason that I was crying, and I, and I cry every year in Erev Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. I've been crying in Erev Rosh Hashanah since I was a rabbinic student. I, I think what happens on Erev Rosh Hashanah, and this is the key here, is that there is this massive recognition that God's been there the whole entire time, that the world is so much more beautiful and bigger than you ever thought, and, you know, you've been wasting it. You've been doing nothing. You look at the bigness of God, and you just say to yourself, I'm nothing. I'm so small. And that's what led to me shedding tears that night, is because I, I realized how much time I was wasting, how much time I spent worrying about things that just didn't matter uh, valuing things that weren't important, uh, not being the best version of myself, thinking that, ah, God's not here, who cares, right? It's only me. All those times that I've wasted my precious neshama in this world, that's what I was thinking about on Era of Rosh Hashanah. And I, in some ways, think, you know, maybe you don't have to react exactly the way I do, of course. I'm a crier, what can I say? Um, but uh, maybe um, all of us should come out of Rosh Hashanah feeling a sense of smallness in the bigness of God, in the, in the fact that God is present everywhere. That we should have a feeling that maybe we, we've sort of wasted some time in our lives. And that realization of God's bigness leads us to a reaccounting of our life. It leads us to go through our life and say, what are the areas in my life where I need to grow? What are the areas in my life that now that I've recognized that God is present in my life and that God is here and I don't want to waste a second more of my life doing narishkeit, one of my favorite words, right? Th then what, how am I going to live my life and what do I need to do? And that's a beautiful thing. But it leaves us at a state of, of real smallness and a real feeling in some ways that maybe, you know, who are we? And then Shabbat Shuvah comes along. And what Shabbat Shuvah is supposed to tell us over and over again is that just like every other Shabbat, Shabbat is not about working on oneself. It's not about um, finding the things that are wrong with you and, or about the world or that you have to fix but it's actually about just appreciating creation the way it is, faults and all, to look at the goodness in the world. That's why we don't do work on Shabbat, because God says you need a day in which you don't tinker with the universe, you just appreciate it, okay? Right? So very, very important. But that also goes with the neshama as well, right? As someone standing in these 10 days of repentance, what this day is about is having gratitude for who you actually are. What God is saying to us is, yes, I know I'm big. I know I'm massive. I know you feel like you've wasted time, and guess what you have? But you're actually great. You're actually wonderful too. You've worked on yourself for many years. You've grown. Look at all the ways in which the blessings in your life and all the ways in which you've grown past some of the weaknesses you've had in the past over all the struggles that you've overcome. And what that should show you is your own inner strength, your own strength to overcome struggles, your own strength to grow. It gives you confidence to say, look, I can do it again. And I'm not starting from grand, ground zero. I've worked on myself. I've tinkered with myself. I've grown. And let me just appreciate all the work and all the spiritual work I've done on my soul already. So it's not starting from grand, ground zero. I'm a pretty actually wonderful person. I just have some things I need to fix. And with that power of Shabbat Shuvah, that's the power we walk into Yom Kippur with. 
the power that we can change ourselves, that we can improve ourselves. Shabbat Shuvah gives us the power to walk away from our illusions that we're just starting from ground zero, that we're absolutely nothing, that we've wasted our lives. That's all falsehood. We've done amazing things. Why? Because we're sitting right here in this place right now. And that gives us the strength to walk into Yom Kippur with the fortitude and the strength and the vision to map out what you actually want your life to be in the year 5784, in the next year. What are the things and the places and the areas in which I need to grow and I need to change and need to improve? Yeah, there are them. Nobody's perfect. Certainly I'm not, and certainly you're not. We all need to grow, except my wife, of course. But everybody needs to grow, and everybody needs to change, and everybody needs to improve. And that's what Yom Kippur is about, is setting that vision for what we are going to be. What are the things that we're going to work on? Where are the areas that we need to continue to do tshuva? It's like, yeah, you're done. Yom Kippur, the tshuva's done. You're done. No, it's a continual process. Trust me. It's going to go into Sukkot. It's going to go to Shemitah, Hanukkah, you name it, all for the rest of the year until the next high holidays. We're going to continue to be doing tshuva. But that strength and that power is based on two principles. One, the greatness of God and how much time we've been wasting doing nourishkeit in this world. Because there's the greatness of God and there actually is a God in this world. Number one. But number two, and this is very essential, the message of Shabbat Shuvah, that we have to have gratitude for the steps we've already taken. The human being who we already are in this world. And with that power and that strength of healing that we have, that joint, uh, that, that, that doubling, we're able to walk into Yom Kippur and have the spiritual strength to actually grow. To actually grow and not give up, but to actually grow and change and believe in ourselves. And believe in ourselves, of course, in the way that God believes in us to be able to change ourselves as well. So as we stand in Shabbat Shuvah, I hope you can find at least one way, and I hope a lot of ways, in which you can be thankful for who you are, your successes in life, the blessings in your life, the ways in which you have actually become a better person in your life, the, the, the rough edges that you've smoothed out in your life. I certainly am. I certainly am proud of those things, and I have no shame to admit it. Yes, I made a mistake on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Yes, I let my teammates down. Yes, I'll apologize to them. And yes, I'll look in next year how I never make those mistakes again. But I can't do that. I cannot do that unless I first appreciate who I am and every step that took to get me here. And I think it's the same for you too. Shabbat Shalom, everybody.